Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 111 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. This week, I talked with Brianna Rooney of Techies. Techies has been building engineering teams for seed-funded startups to public companies and everything in between since 2009. We discuss how being stress-free can be a key to succeeding in business. We talk through being efficient and having a laser focus in business and in life. We also chat about the fact that everyone shouldn't kiss your baby. All right, let's dig in. All right, Brianna, can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That was actually pretty nice. (laughs) Thanks. Awesome. Well, first of all, let me say thank you for taking the time out to talk with us because I know you have a lot on your plate. There's a lot going on in your life and in your business. So the fact that you taking some time out to share your experience and knowledge with us is greatly appreciated. Yeah, no problem. You got to pay it forward. I wish I was listening to podcasts like 10 years ago. (laughs) Did they have them? (laughs) Gotcha. So the first question that I always like to kick things off with is for you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, I mean, feel free to go all the way back to the day (laughs) you were born, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. (laughs) Oh, this is kind of fun. Okay, well, let's see. I am a wonderfully controlling, powerful, (laughs) off, like a little crazy mom of two, two little ones, super exciting, husband has a restaurant. I think a lot, people always like to say a lot, and I hope that means it's like a good thing, (laughs) but I'm a bundle of energy. You will never not see me smiling. I have been money hungry, I think, since the day I was born and always very much independent. So I would kind of like say that that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. So you mentioned you're wonderfully controlling off crazy (laughs) mom of two. What would you say your favorite thing to do is? Well, now, I mean, since I have a four and a half year old and a 14 month old, it's just got to be like, hang with them, like take them to Disneyland. I'm in Southern California and I was a giant Disneyland fan, always have been born and raised that way. And so like, like, that's kind of my perfect day. But really just be active with them and have a good time. Now, if you're asking like no kids, Brianna, sometimes I like to go out, have a few cocktails and dance. That's for sure. Cool. So tell me, how does one love the Disneyland experience? 
we went to, I guess it's Disney World down in Orlando. Well, that's cool. And don't get me wrong. It was fun. But I could see how if it were 10 degrees warmer, how it would have not been so much fun. So how does that experience become enjoyable? I guess after you've done it a few times. Oh, my God. Like, I've probably been there a million times. I could tell you, like, every bathroom, (laughs) every bathroom, every churro, every pretzel. You know what? To me, it's like, it's so corny, but I think it's like the happiest place on earth. I feel like go there, you get on the tram and you're like, bam, this is awesome. And I've actually taught my son because I'm like, oh, this is going to him. And I'm always very like, look, you smile, you have a good day. But at Disneyland, if you cry or if you whine or if you act up, Mickey's going to kick you out. That's just how it is. Like, <laughs> but the funny thing is, is we will be in line. You know, four-year-olds are loud. Like they, that, That's not a big deal. And I mean, I'm loud too, so he gets it from me. But there'll be a kid like whining or crying. And he'll be like, um, mom, are they going to kick them out? I go, absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's hot because it's like, I feel like everyone's there for the same thing. They want this like magical experience. And if you have to pour cold water on yourself or get those little fan things that they sell for probably too much money, then that's kind of what you do. I don't know. Like I've never been bothered by that. I know a lot of people dread it, probably including my husband. But the lines, the crowds, all those things. But I don't know. I've loved it. I've loved it forever. Okay, okay. I think you might have convinced me to make a second (laughs) visit. You have to. Come on. (laughs) So if you had to nail it down to one, because I know you have many, what would you say your superpower is? Oh, nothing gets to me. I am stress-free. Very cool. I have to say that's the first time anyone has given that answer. So dig a little bit deeper. What does that mean? So, okay, I mean, this can start. I went to Fitum Fashion School in LA. And I feel like this kind of, I noticed that that was my superpower way back then because everyone's walking around the campus. First of all, they have a giant dropout rate, like giant, like 70%, maybe even higher. And I was like, that's weird. So I was kind of like ready for it. And there's people walking around with tons of projects, all this, carrying a whole bunch of stuff. And they look like they're miserable. And I'm like, wow, I guess I just haven't had that class yet. Or I guess. So I went through the two years literally with bells on, like no big deal. Like I didn't understand why everyone was still so upset about everything. So I realized that I handle things really easily. And same has happened with business. Like, I guess it's not funny, but I can't help but laugh when I see people. Oh, oh God. Oh, how's your, oh God, what a day. Oh. It's like they walk around like Eeyore. And I've just have never felt that way. And the only way I know that something must be getting to me is every now and again, I'll have like a weird eye twitch. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what, for the most part, like, I feel like nothing's that bad. Like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But I don't know. I think that's a superpower because I think that that's rare. I definitely agree. So now this probably relate to the last question, but how do you overcome challenges? Well, like I said, a giant smile on my face. (laughs) I always look at a challenge as like, I love to win. That's why I'm probably in sales. Like there's huge wins all the time. And I just look at it as just like, okay, let me give you an example. I recently did the LA marathon. Okay. And I want to let you know, I hate running. I've never ran more than a mile before in my life. And I looked at it as, huh, what do people think that I can't do or I wouldn't do? Bam. LA marathon and I didn't train for it. I finished it. I did it. So I like kind of feed off of the fact that people don't think I can do things. And then I do them because I get like the ultimate high from it. So that's how I look at challenges. I look at challenges the same way. 
Gotcha. I was kind of in that same boat. So I got the bright idea and it was definitely not a marathon, but it was uh, just a 5K and uh-huh. didn't train for it. Hadn't, I was, I was an athlete in high school, but it's been a yeah. really long time since I've been in high school. And just on a whim, I said, okay, I'll do this 5K. And the most memorable moment of that 5K is I had to use the bathroom so bad. <laughs> that literally was the driving force behind me finishing the race because I just had to get to the bathroom. I kid you not, I get across the finish line and the V-line right to the bathroom. And that was the like the highlight of the entire race. <laughs> so funny. Being able to use the bathroom. But, well, but well, congratulations. <laughs> but I did finish, so success. <laughs> See, that's awesome. Good for you. So given that how you, your superpower, you overcome challenges, what are some of your keys to success? So I think laser focus is like a really big deal. And it's learning how to find a way to be super efficient. So in my office, that's what I train on the most, because I think it's really hard for people. You can read tons of different articles on how focused people are at work and how it's really like what, like some say three hours people can focus for, some say four, but yet you have these eight hour days. So what I do is I focus on what can you do, get done the fastest and the easiest way. So you can't have any distractions whatsoever. And you go in like 30 minute like sprints because you want to stay fresh. And then at any given moment, If you're thinking of something else or anything else that you have to do, you just stop and you just do it. Just get it done. It doesn't matter. So I think that by having that laser focus and going down, like basically like have like a check mark, like, okay, here's five things I have to do and bam, 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 bam. Then you actually get them done. I think a lot of people are so scatterbrained. Sorry, my husband included. They don't like get things actually done. They get like maybe 80% of the way, 90% of the way. And it's like, no, you didn't finish. Like just finish, just move on. Because then you're not keeping all this headspace. It's like it's just taking free rent up in your brain. Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. That is awesome advice. Thank you for that. Yeah. This next question kind of throws people for a loop, but it's harmless, (laughs) I promise. Okay, I'm interested. (laughs) If you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be and what would you say to them? Oh, wow. Will Smith, and I'd give him a giant hug and say, God, you are so awesome and fresh, Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I think we just dated ourselves because... Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. It's awesome. Awesome. So we've learned a lot about you, how you're happy, how you're stress-free, your superpower, your favorite thing to do, and all that good stuff. Tell us about your business. What do you do? Oh, fun. I am a tech recruiter. 
So I own techies, techies.com. And what we focus on is finding those great software engineers for startups to, you know, all the way up to IPO. I mean, I do work with a couple public companies, but up in the Bay Area. So very tech focused, very fast moving. Everyone wants to be the next Facebook, Google. Right now, it's a lot of autonomous cars, robots, which is really cool. So we find them the engineers in order to get this done the fastest. So, I mean, oh my God, it's, you're changing people's lives every single day by getting them interested in an opportunity that can open a lot of doors for them or that can, you know, stimulate them or whatever it is. The company goes public, right? Very I could go off on this tangent. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> no, no worries. Very cool. Share with the two minute version of the journey. How did you start the business? Where the idea come from? Tell us about the journey. All right. That's not two minutes, but I'll go as fast as I can. <laughs> Super long story short, I was lost. I told you I went to fashion and I wanted to open up my own store. Your own store needs money. Oops. Didn't think about that. So I'm like, what can make me money? Well, okay. Yeah. Sales. Okay, great. So I stumbled upon recruiting very randomly. Someone called me off of Monster. And started there. I was super young, 21. I think I started making, I don't know, 80 to 90K my first year. So that was like huge, right? And I was getting close to my second year. Something happened that didn't sit well with me. And I kind of had like this epiphany moment where I was like, oh my God, this isn't just a sales job. We're changing people's lives. Like, are you joking? Like, this shouldn't be a normal sales job. Like, because normal sales is very numbers driven. You hit this amount of people, you this amount of phone time, like all this like really salesy stuff, which still like that to a certain extent, I guess. But I walked out and I said, told my boss, thank you very much. Love what I do. I can't do it here for this, this, this. And he goes, nope, let me make it right. Because at the time I was the best one there. So he goes, nope, let me make it right. Give me, that was a Friday. Give me until Tuesday and I'll give you a call. I go, okay, cool. Celebrated that I walked out of a high paying job, yippity skippity, kind of like, yay. But had all intentions of going back. Tuesday came and went, didn't call me. I woke up on Wednesday morning. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. And I started techies. And my old boss actually called me at noon that day. And I was like, sorry, it's too late. <laughs> oh, wow. That's uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that was a really cool journey. I actually started this business with someone else who I am happy to say we parted ways. He has his own thing now. It's going to be about two years. So that's been super cool to have it all mine do things exactly the way I want to do them. It's been fantastic. And now we've even done another thing, which is cool, which is the millionaire recruiter, the millionairerecruiter.com. I wrote a book, talked about my journey because people ask a lot, what do you do? How, how do you make so much money? Like all these things, right? So I kind of wrote it down in a no BS book, how people can get there. And we're asked a lot to train recruiters because I don't know if you know anything about the recruiting industry, but we don't have the best reputation. They're not trained very well. And so I'm asked a lot to train. And I said, wait a minute, I don't want to just be a trainer. I love what I do. So came up with an e-course that actually will probably be out super soon. It's exciting. Good stuff. Very, very, very cool. So I don't know if that was two minutes, but I went as fast as I could. <laughs> that was great. So I'm curious a little bit about the parting ways part. So a lot of times we start on projects in business. And sometimes that happens where you don't quite see eye to eye on the vision, the direction of the company. So share a little bit about that. You mentioned that it was a happy moment that you parted ways. Just talk <laughs> a little bit about 
that part of the journey and how you recognize that this is not going the direction I wanted to go and how that separation happens and now the business is better for it. Yeah. So I can't say it was all bad because what he did was push me out of my comfort zone and that comes with hiring. So we were doing very, very well. And he's like, no, you're supposed to hire, right? Like to live the uh, American dream and have people work for you and like do all these things. And I was like, okay, like I always wanted more, right? So I was like, okay. So he did push for that. And then it just became very clear to me that he didn't love what he does. Like I love what I do. He loved being an owner. He loved people working for him and stuff like that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's awesome when people make you money. But I just loved recruiting so much that I could never see myself being hands-off. And he wanted to be very hands-off. So it wasn't fair. And then when I come to my wonderfully controlling, it's like my baby. So I did everything. Everything as far as producing and managing and training. And I mean, like the list goes on. And so it just became like where I got very resentful. But at the same time, it was like he was my partner and we were very close because we had been down this journey for so long. I mean, I didn't buy him out until seven years. So we've known each other. Our families are very close. So that was the difficult part was separating that. But it just came to a point where I was like, this is not what I want. But I also didn't want to not let him recruit because that was his livelihood. So I signed off on the whole non-compete stuff that was originally in what our buyout was supposed to be and just said, hey, I wish you well. There's plenty of business in the recruiting world for everybody. So be my guest. So he started his own thing. And yeah, now what's awesome is I think I've pumped more life into it. And I mean, we did our best year was last year. I can't help but think that, well, that was my first official year on our own which was cool. And people want to learn. People want to be inspired. People want to learn by example, I think. I know I do. So we have different values, different purpose. It's awesome. It's going really well. Very cool. I have a nugget out of that. And it's that everyone shouldn't kiss your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we wrap up our conversation, what is an actionable tip that you can give the enterprisers that they can implement in their business today? Like their own business, their own baby, right? Yep. Yeah, I would say, I guess this isn't just one tip, but the whole meeting thing is ridiculous. I mean, there's so many statistics on there to not do meetings. I think that open communication and in front of everyone is a really good tactic. I don't ever, unless it's a commission meeting, I don't ever grab someone aside. If something happens and it's a mistake. I talk about the mistake very openly. And it's not an attacking way. It's not putting a giant spotlight on someone like shame on you. It's just a nice learning thing. Whereas like, hey, I would have done it like this. And I put myself on blast all the time. I make mistakes all the time. And I make sure that they know what my mistakes are. I don't even care how embarrassing they are. And I just laugh about it, move on. And I just like that everyone can hold themselves accountable and no one takes themselves too seriously. I think that that's something that can be implemented in businesses that I think is really powerful and it gives everyone a voice. Awesome advice. Now, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about what you do or just to say hi, how can they do that? Well, LinkedIn is my most favorite tool and I'm on that like 80% of the time. So just Brianna Rooney, you can just look me up there or to make it easier, you can go on techies.com, T-E-C-H-E-E-S.com 
or just the millionaire recruiter.com because that's going crazy right now too. So it's a fun experience. Would love to hear from anyone, answer any questions. Like I said, I'm an open book, whatever you want to know. Very cool. So enterprises, you heard Brianna. She says she's an open book. Reach out to her. Take advantage of these opportunities. <laughs> it is not every day that you can reach out to a successful entrepreneur and ask questions. So take advantage of that. Guys, I know I say this every single week, but I say it because it's true. Yet another awesome conversation with another awesome entrepreneur. So go out to the website, let us know how we're doing. We want to add value to your life and to your business. So let us know what we can do to serve you better. And again, guys, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for your support and your love. We're coming up on our record episode. So thank you guys so much for supporting what we do. And with that, we'll talk with you guys next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.